podcast on we talk um i'm your host matthew winter and it is 11 18 p.m right now and i'm very tired while recording this intro but you know you got to do what you got to do you're you're a hustling a hustling ceo um this episode chris and i we are talking about the worst of the internet um ranging from vlogging to asmr to our personal favourites, Two Girls, One Cup. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. strap right. down and get get ready for this, this great episode. Yep. <sighs> Triggered. Chris, um, mm, that was a cringy intro. I'm not even, nah, <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> bad. Chris, um, Cr- Chris, um oh, well yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah, very well done. I think so, as always. I hope I'm not peeking my microphone. I have a very bad tendency of doing that. Remember how we had Brad on the podcast and all he would do was just like peek the audio constantly? Oh, he, he'd do that laugh of his, the... Oh. And it'd just, it'd just peak every single time. Oh, it's so bad. I'm, part of me is glad that he's gone because of that. He's just... Yeah. He's the inability to... Like, I'm the one who has to edit this. He just has to sit back and relax and... See it pop up on his social media. I'm the one who has to listen back and, you know, tone down any bloody squeals that he makes. He has a, oh, he has this just, um, this horrible squeal and he can't stop it. He'll try to stop it. But it's just like, it's like a part of him. Yeah. That stupid squeal. Do you think, do you think Brad likes the, uh, Ennui stuff on social media? Like, does he actually actively click the like button or does he just not even care anymore i don't think he cares anymore and that, oh yeah. i don't know i really don't know because i don't think he's liked very much stuff at all if anything which makes me sad actually because he was one of my biggest supporters hmm. but he's um what do you call it? What was i gonna say he's wanting to make more stuff he's wanting you know he's keen to make marty season two and all that sort of shit he has a, he is a very he has a um he's not very not opinionated but he's a lot of things, business-wise, Brad and I don't see eye to eye on, which is, you know, it's whatever. Mm. Like he was, he was thinking, oh, like he. I remember what did he say? It was putting Marty in the podcast on different channels, and I gave him my reason why I, why we shouldn't. And then, yeah, he didn't do, he didn't agree with that. But, you know, he he's got a lot of. But then again, um, he does have a lot of good ideas. Like he gave a good, he gave a few good ideas for the first season of Marty. But then he gave a lot of really shitty ideas. Like, I remember it was Hayden was... Because Hayden was originally editing Inside Marty. And there was a few, like, really meme things that we included in it. And, like, you know, Hayden edited it. And then I just chucked her in. And there were real... Um, Brad gave Hayden some ideas. And um, I remember Hayden and I were watching, like, a... Like, it was all... It was a compilation of all the little bits that Hayden edited together. Including the ones that, um, that Brad suggested... And, like, the ones of Hay- that Hayden did was only, like, one or two. But Brad's suggestions were about, like, ten. And you could tell which ones are Brad's and which ones are Hayden's because Hay- Brad's ones just, like, his ideas just, like, fell flat. Like, it was really, like, um, what's the word? Um, oh, like, those, like, those old school, like, YouTube, like, MLG <laughs> comp- compilations with, like, you know, like, yeah. peak in the audio and that. I'm like, Brad... Is that your sort of sort of humor? He has, it's, he's a good. He has the humor of like a of a twelve year old sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's funny, but like yeah, I miss Brad though. Yeah, he's 
he was a key part of he's a key part of of Ennui and its success. He's the only one paying me five dollars. I think he's paying ten dollars a month for nothing on my secret service Ennui Plus. You you were paying money, weren't you? I think yeah, you were. I think I did I did one month's worth and because I was using like a prepaid card, it mm. ran out of money and then I don't know, it just didn't resub me and I still haven't managed I, I just keep forgetting to resub with my actual card now. See, I need more money, Chris. Because Onwe is going mm-hmm. downhill. You see there's heaps of rewards. There's see the most the best reward that we have and currently the only reward is early access and that means a lot to <laughs> our dedicated fans. So, so you, you're telling me this, but I'm like one of the, I'm not really one of the co-creators, but I'm sure if I really wanted to get early access, you'd just give it to me. Yeah, exactly. So it's ex- like, why am I, why bother paying for it? <laughs> yeah, but like, what if I guilt you into it? Would you do yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you are guilting me into I'm it. I'm not guilting you into it. Definitely not guilting you into supporting me on the podcast. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> But yeah, I'm see. You're taking my money. I'm taking your. I need the money because you know YouTube ad revenue is fucking dog shit. <laughs> Nothing, yeah. zero. I think I've made like twenty cents over the you amount of views. Over a thousand views, Matt, for a dollar. I think I, I think like I have that. actually hit a thousand views. I think it like what? the oh the it's I think I've hit a I think I'm like one thousand five hundred. The most viewed video is Marty's first episode. Which has, I think it's hit 500 now, which is really sad actually. That actually makes me feel really sad that none of my content is getting viewed by anyone. Uh, it, give it, give it time. It takes time. It does take time. I'm very, I'm very humble, and I'm very thankful for the like. Even like on my, um, on my, on our Discord, which is you can go to at onwe.tv/discord. You know, I've got a few fans in there of. We chat sometimes and like you know talk about different things. Jacob's in there, our good pal Jacob. We had a few, we had a bit of a Netflix anime talk with. I think it was me, Jacob, and oh, what's his name? I can never remember his name, but he's from like Pakistan or India or one of those countries where they're like black Asians. Is it a bit racist or? No, no, it was one of those ones like Pakistan or um, Zimbabwe, Zim- not Zimbabwe, that's African. One of those countries though. But yeah, we had a good talk about anime on Netflix and anime and Netflix and all this cool stuff. But yeah, you tell, I'm building a community, even if it's like four people. It's mm. <laughs> see, at least I've got, at least I've got fans. Imagine if nobody watched my stuff. Like imagine yeah, if like two you. people. Yeah, just me. Just, just your mum. Me and just my mum. My my nan's my biggest supporter, hundred yeah. percent. She's a very she, she doesn't know what I'm doing. She just says, "Oh, you know, you're doing work on your computer." That's all she knows. I could be doing, I, I could be doing oh. anything. She would, That's and she brilliant. would have no idea. Like I could be yeah. running my own like little um, my little premium porn subscription, and she would have no yeah. idea. Like yeah, grandma, all I just right. want a bit of editing, and then it's just like me. Brad's asshole just spread and then me just nailing the shit out of it and I slow it down to make it, you know, nice looking. Gay porn. That's my specialty. Have you ever watched gay porn before, Chris? Like, have you, like, just Um, experimented? Well, you know, being a fully-fledged gay person, Mm. it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a given. It's in your nature to watch gay porn as a gay person. It's... 
I'm really glad that you're embracing that on the podcast because there's not many um, gay um, influences on the internet. You know, there's your Tyler Oakleys, and then that's about it. And I think we there's, need more of more gay people. You know what I mean? There's, there's like, well, I don't know. I it's like with with all of these subjects, like the whole you know, we need more black people, we need more people of color, we need more gay people, we need more LGBT. It's like whatever it is, mm. like. They're out there, they're producing content, but, you know, they might not say aloud that I'm admitting I am gay. They just, they're just a content creator. You don't need to label them as a specific thing. They're doing what they do. You don't have to define yourself as LGBTQ, whatever it is. Yeah, ex- exactly. I, and it's like speaking of, going on a bit of a serious topic... Do you think it, like, you know how there's companies, like, okay, like, let's say, let's, I'll, we'll speak metaphorically, and let's say Onwe is, you know, we're, we're big, we're not going to go big, we've got a fair few employees, like, let's say 20, and we've got the money there, blah, 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 money's coming in, <laughs> and what, 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 why are you laughing? So, sorry, it's just, oh, it's just good, I just love these Onwe memes, you know, the, the whole revenue thing, oh. yeah. Fuck you, Chris, okay? Continue. Do you want to be on this podcast or not? I pay you very well for this. Okay, hang on. Can you give me a a premium subscription as my payment? I'll give you a free trial for for 30 days. (laughs) How's that, okay? It's the best I can do. (laughs) Oh, God. God. Moving on. Moving on. Anyway, let's say on we, you know, we're going good, money's flowing, and we can hire more people, but, like, currently we've got... 20 employees and they're all white males do you think there's anything wrong with it if these people are the best for the jobs that we want and they fit the company culture as white males do you think there's anything wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that at all what's wrong with that no well i don't don't think there is either like but i was i remember listening to a podcast it was uh what was it Gimlet Media, they do one called Startup, which and like some of the episodes they talk about, because they're a startup company, they talk about their company, and they were talking about diversity, and out, out of how like, out of like 50 employees, like two of them were black, and like how they felt like they needed to hire more black people, but it wasn't to do with, like I don't, like it was, it was more about getting more perspective on different projects rather than like hiring a black person for the sake of hiring a black person. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess you can make that argument, but, like, I really think it depends on the thing you're doing. Like, if it was me, yeah. like, black, white, Asian, um, male, female, gay, bisexual, straight, all that sort of thing, if you can get the job done well, you'll I'll hire you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But then, okay, let's say, okay, Chris, you're the CEO. No, you're not. My, you're not the CEO. You're the COO of Onwe, and you have this. You have two potential hires, and they're going for some edit, like editing job, and they both have the same skills, and they're both like really, really good, and you can't choose between them. And one is a cis white male, and the other one is a black woman. Which one do you choose? I'm spitting the hard questions here. So they're both exactly the same qualifications. Correct. In every way. Correct. Um. 
It wouldn't matter, really. Whoever applied first, or I don't know, something like that. Yeah, it's like, what's the... Well, I know, well, like... So I wouldn't th- just choose one because of defining features, like if they're male or female. I honestly don't care if you're male or female. Like, if I was a business operator, mm. I would not give a shit who it is. As long as you can do the job, you do it well, you're, you know, you have a good work ethic, I don't give a shit what you are or what you, you know, categorize mm. yourself as. It's like, as long as you do the job, that's all that matters. What if there's the potential of mating with this person? Do you think that increases the likelihood of hiring them? So, that just makes the uh, person hiring a predator. But is there anything wrong with that in the end? I think so, because that's conflict of interest on the person you don't hire's part. What if if they're all interested and they all, you know, just like, on we orgy? You know what I mean? It's not professional at all. You shouldn't have a job as a hire, as a you but, know, recruitment officer, if that's the way you're thinking. But see, I'm the CEO. I can hire whoever the fuck I want to do the job and or fuck. That's that's not the right way to be thinking. Though. No, it's no. I well, I think it is. But in all seriousness, <laughs> the between the black woman and the white cis male or the white male, let's not go all SJW. Um, mm. I would, if they were both qualified for the job, I would go with the one who who fits into the company culture the best. See, that very well may be the the white male. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not that just the, oh, the majority of the people in the company are white males and therefore they fit in. But it's like, do you know what I mean? They just fit yeah, in. Like, if, you, if you're just throwing someone in there for the sake of throwing someone in there... Hmm. You have to think about how that affects the other employees as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it might get to the point where, you know, okay, we've got these two perfect clients. Let's just hire both. If we if we have yeah. enough revenue, we can hire both, which is highly unlikely that we have enough revenue. Revenue. <sighs> revenue. There's that word. It, oh. But it, it's a very interesting topic about that. Mm. Hmm, it is, because, yeah. I've got nothing else to say because I don't really want to say anything I'm going to regret. Because I've already... Don't, don't uh, trigger the internet. No. It, it, it's very easy. I think I've already done that several times in this podcast for the 14 people who were listening. Mm. <laughs> okay. Out of 14, 13 have, you know, filed lawsuits. See, that's why I get all these all this mail. I keep getting calls from some lawyer and I don't know. It's weird <laughs> things happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's tough being a CEO. It is. Yeah. It, it truly is. Anyway, we actually do have a topic to talk about, don't we, Chris? Yeah, I think so. And that topic is reasons why we kick Brad from the podcast. Uh-huh. So, number one, um, I think Brad is a uninteresting person. He's good for nothing. He's good for nothing. I think he's he, he, was, al- he was never the co-host. He was always more of the butt. The yeah, big butt definitely. that just sat there and yeah, we just laughed and- at did his ridiculous laugh and mm-hmm. you know yeah i triggered hate, the audience he, he, he was a he trigger he said the n-word do you remember what? that in the initial pilot season brad said the n-word oh my god nate yes he said that he said nate and it was oh. <laughs> okay we do have a topic and it's something very close <laughs> to our hearts and it is very close to our hearts that was a horrible description it's a topic that we're very 
fluent in. There we go. That was yeah. that was horrible English. But let's go with that. The worst of the internet. See, here's my introduction for it. The world, the world is a big place, but the internet is a bigger place. And okay, I got nothing. Um, Chris, we're delving into we're, the North Korea of the internet. There we are. Oh, I like that analogy. I love it. Chris, how long have you been using the internet? That was a shitty question, but I have okay. my answer um, to it. Oh, God. Probably since I was 12, so nine years. Nine years. That's a long time. It is. See, that's like uh, the internet has changed a lot in the last oh, nine yeah, years. Definitely. Yeah. Because when I say, I, the first time I was ever, ever at least regularly using the internet, it was when my grandma got her first laptop at her house, and she was about I was about eleven. <laughs> what? Why? Why are you laughing? Oh, I uh, so I just picture this in my head. I keep keep going. I love this. And Brilliant. she and you know the, it was the first night she got the laptop, and I was the first one to use it. And I was going on Wikipedia and pressing the random the random article button, and there was a lot of weird oh. things. Oh. oh, a lot of weird things that I came across there. But yeah, that's just, I've. Yeah, I just picture you sitting there on your on your grandma's laptop, right? Just you know, at the dining table, just blah, 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 typing away. All of a sudden, bam! Just naked men on the screen, and your grandma walks over with like milk and cookies and just splashes it all over the frigging laptop because she's like so freaked out. And you're just sitting there like, oh, oh no, it was an accident, it was an accident. And then your nan's like going like into <laughs> cardiac arrest. It's like, oh. for one. But that is a horrible stereotype about grandmas with the milk and cookies. <laughs> horrible, Chris. That is disgusting uh, how you would push such a I stereotype. Don't, I, I don't stereotype at all. Never. Is that how your grandma is? Does she do milk and cookies? No, uh, I don't think she likes milk and cookies. She's I, never done it for me. So. The only I, thing I, I remember about your grandma is Brad says that she kept coming into his room and vacuuming the um, the, the blinds <laughs> or the yeah, curtains or something. Yeah. She has a She's a very yeah. clean person. We'd be like chatting to each other on Skype, and all of a sudden you just hear. <laughs> she just walk into his room and just start vacuuming random things. Like I think she was vacuuming the top of his fan, like the blades on the top of his fan. One day, just snuck into his room and started vacuuming the blades of his fan. That's odd. What the hell? That is. That's. I think she she has some form of OCD with cleaning. It's a bit you know. Get over the like, top. We'll, we'll, like we'll go around her place sometimes. Hmm. She keeps herself her house absolutely. Sp- Spotless, really, to the point where it's it's could never be dirty, but she'll always find something to clean. It's it's that kind of OCD. Like she'll think, oh, okay, I've got to mop the ceiling and sweep it, and then like wipe it today. So she'll spend the entire day mopping and sweeping her ceilings. That's weird. That's it's just like, odd. What? She's like increased the value of that house since she bought it a few years ago. Like easily 50 grand just from the amount of like landscaping and cleaning she's done it's ridiculous jesus christ that's a lot that's a lot like to increase the value of your house for jesus anyway what we what the fuck were we talking about something about the internet um the the deepest and darkest places on the internet that's right because i was gonna say you're talking about you know naked you say naked men or women on the screen i can't remember i said men well because that's happened um, yeah, I know. No, legitimate, well, legitimately, well, it happened. Well, you, well, what, what was that thing you sent 
the other day mm. the on uh you sent so you sent us a link on uh snapchat mm. in our group thing mm. to some website I, I opened that while i was at work okay was, was it wait was that me or was that jack and was that website meat spin and was that, that a penis that's what it is meat yes. spin yes see, see that, was, that was that was jack that was not me no. i'm not a I'm so, that oh disgusting. was it jack okay. yeah <laughs> don't automatically you. blame me <laughs> well, anyway i'm sitting in the break room and uh so so that i'm the only guy that works where i work mm. So I'm sitting across the lunch room table from like two other two of the other people I work with, two of the ladies, and I just open up Meat Spin. I have no idea what it is. I, d- I don't know what these websites are, and I just I trust. I don't know why I trust in you guys, but anyway, I open it. I just bam, first thing I see, it's just one man doing something to another man, and it's just stuck there on my screen, and I'm just like, hmm, okay, I'm gonna quickly scroll down and hopefully that picture just goes away but no it didn't it just got worse and worse and worse uh. and I, just, I, I managed to scroll all the way down to the bottom just out of curiosity but like that's that's just why why do people make these websites like well, i i understand why but just what the hell it's an old school meme you know me it's like it's you know then, oh hey go to this meat spin website and it's yeah, just a cock yeah. I, I, sc- I scrolled down to like a bo- the towards the bottom. God, got that far, and it's got like troll your friends or something like that. Like, <laughs> prank your friends, send them these links, and it's like links to Meat Spin that don't say Meat Spin oh. in the URL. So it's just like pranks. It's like what the hell? Why? Oh, that's good stuff. Who doesn't want to be pranked with a big cock spinning around? Was the music oh. playing, by the way? Yes. Ah, that I love that song. You spin me right round, baby, right round like a record, baby, and this is the cock spin, and I love it. Mm. True story though about um on my grandma's computer. So have you ever been on Lemon Party before? Lemon Party? No. Should I? No, please do not, because it was okay. I think I was I was in high school, so it might have been like thirteen or fourteen. You know, I was just interested in these different shock websites actually no someone linked me by accident it was not why would i be interested in shock websites and why would i admit to that um but somebody linked me a you know it was like one of those fake you know urls that like and that link and then it went to lemonshock.com or whatever where the website was and on the screen are three naked gay men in the shower touching each other and there's music playing and you try to get out of the tab and oh it, you can't get out. It says, oh my God. it is like, it won't get out. The only way to do it is to turn off the computer completely. And I was freaking out. My grandma's in the other room. This music's blasting. And there's three naked gay men in the shower, fat ones too, rubbing each other and rubbing each other's dicks and all this sort of stuff. And oh, it was a very interesting experience seeing oh that. Oh my God. I, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at Lemon Party on Google, like... I, I, the website apparently doesn't exist anymore, but there's lots of memes about Lemon Party. It's disgusting. You never want to see something like that, ever. It's That's... just. Then again, there's a lot. There's a lot of good, great socks like shock sites like that. The, the, the picture I'm looking at at the moment is just a bunch of really old men walking around. Most of them topless. Some of them also, ooh, fully nude. And they're kissing each other. Oh yes, and something. See, yeah, that's it. It was yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Oh, good it's pretty. God. It's pretty disgusting. Well, not disgusting. Nothing on gay people, but 
Wait, it's interesting, actually. That's a shock site of a gay shock. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with gay people? Wait, then again, they were sucking each other's dicks as well, I think. So It's it's like anything to do with that is going to be shocking, regardless of who's in it. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. It doesn't have to be old gay guys. It could be anyone. Like Lemon Party. Like, you think of that, you know, oh, this is going to be a nice little website. No. It's definitely not. Lemon Party, when you think about that, does the whole idea of lemons in a party sound appealing? It sounds like a kid's show. (laughs) Appealing? Mm, No, that's a banana. No, that's... (laughs) That was fucking shit. Oh, face palm. Well, one um, other shock site that we're very familiar with is Two Girls, One Cup. Is that a shock site? I it is. It, 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 it was a viral video. It is a shock site, really. Okay. Well, that's how, well, that's how I discovered it as a shock site. Why am I on it right now? Why, why do you disco- How do you discover these shock sites? Did you search that on the internet? Well, actually, it's not really a shock site if you go looking for it, is it? Well, see, I discovered when I was thirteen or fourteen, one of those, and I originally showed Hayden when we were that age, and I was at his house, and it's called lolshock.com. L O L shock.com and there is a bunch of different um a bunch of different shock sites just listed there there's a there's a great variety such as two girls one cup um there's nut abuse which is these women and they tie this guy's nuts and start like kicking it and hitting the hammer oh no no oh it's pretty good um if i don't i don't know if i can see it here but there's one called one man one jar have you heard of one man one jar Yes. Oh, God. This is... Oh. Do you want to give a good description to our viewers what One Man, One Jar is? Okay, so I haven't seen the video or whatever it is. Oh, I have. I've heard... Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> so I've, I've heard that a guy basically butters up a jar, mm-hmm. puts it up his 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 butthole, mm-hmm. and um, clenches, essentially shattering the jar inside of him, and then he has to shit out the jar the shards of glass or something like that yep that's pretty much it Mm. see (laughs) that is that is just would that turn you on it would not turn me on then again I'm a guy but like I think some people get really turned on by fucked up shit like that I'm not into visceral you know sort of sexual um what is it punishment I don't know Mm, no yeah something like that it's oh it's just it's not my thing. I don't think it's a lot oh. of people's things, to be honest. Ah, oh, oh, crap. That reminds me. Wasn't there like this fad where apparently... I think it was when we were in... When we were just finishing high school, it was a thing as well. Where people would drink alcohol through their... Give themselves an anima. Is that it? Oh, through they, the asshole. Through the butt. And yeah. Apparently, some people at after parties, when we were having after parties, were doing it. And I think apparently someone put it too far up the butthole and it was kind of a one man one jar scenario wait as in somebody we know has done this not 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 that we know no oh okay but I was apparently thinking, someone did that and i was like oh oh that's disgusting because apparently the the alcohol is absorbed faster into your system yeah through so your asshole yeah exactly yeah. Why? You can drink salt water if you put it up your butt. Really? If you yeah, if you're ever stranded out in the ocean, give yourself an animal with salt water. You can drink it then. Can you actually? That's interesting. Pretty sure, yeah. That's that's interesting but disgusting. I hope I'm never in that situation that I have to do that. <laughs> I think Bear Grylls did it. Oh, oh, of course Bear Grylls did it. Bear Grylls yeah. has done everything. 
He's done it all. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, he, let's, he was yeah. actually the guy who had the jar up his butt. That was Bear Grylls. Oh, was that Bear Grylls? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> no. I... Have, no. no. <laughs> but Jesus. let's move on from shock sites because yeah. I don't want to th- myself or anybody else to throw up I, anymore. I'm, I have like chills down my spine <laughs> thinking about these things. Like, ugh. Oh, Jesus it's Christ. Nasty. See, YouTube has a lot of cringe and yeah. a lot of shitty stuff. Is there anything mm-hmm. that you can... What stands out as the worst on YouTube in your mind? Oh, just there's some of those really deep, dark videos on YouTube. You know, they've only probably got like a thousand or so views and they're just the creepiest, weirdest things. Mm. Like there was a video I saw, Watch Mojo were doing like a top 10 weirdest videos or something on YouTube. Mm. And the, the number one, or at least one of them on there was like... Uh, Man in horse mask dances while cooking wild mushrooms or something like that. And I, I think I posted it in our group chat or something like that mm. for you guys to watch it. But it's just the weirdest thing. Like, it's some artist who made this video. It, it, uh, and he's wearing, like, a mankini and a horse mask. And he's running around in the forest and he's picking wild mushrooms. And then he cooks them while dancing. And it's just the weirdest thing. That's just weird. Like this That's weird. really creepy music. And it's just like, what compels someone to make a video like that? Is that is it art? Is that what they're trying to achieve? Yeah, it it was a, it was a piece of art. Apparently, that's the whole point. <laughs> so yeah, some, I think some people stretch that word art. They stretch it out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like any anything that they make is so called art. Like pieces of shit are so called art, which yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Like, there's a difference between like. Something like, do you know how there's like there's movies or shows or ga- even games that have like they get horrible reviews, nobody plays them initially, and then five years later they become sort of some of some sort of like cult classic, despite the fact that they're probably just as shit as they originally were. Do you know what I mean? Like it happens with like a lot of um like B movies and like shitty horror films and all that sort of thing. It's mm. like the they they're not necessarily but like so there's some. Th- there's some things that are so bad that it's good. And I think a lot of, like, cult classics are like that. Like Sharknado and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, Sharknado. What a great film. What oh. an absolute banger. 100%. Brilliant. I, I did, so, I, I wanted to talk about... There's... Have you seen on... There's, like, there's bits of a piece of it on YouTube. But there's this app called Musical.ly. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't, no. See, Musical.ly, it's musical.ly, it is. And if I find... Let me just find what it is. Okay, it's... Musical.ly is the world's largest creative platform. That doesn't really tell me, actually, what it is at all. But Musical.ly is... It got a lot of traction last year, and it's this app where kids... Well, mostly kids. They can film themselves lip-syncing to different songs. Which, like, you know, it just sounds like a simple app, doesn't it? You know, like, okay. what's the difference between that and, like, a bunch of other apps? But what's been happening is there's been these, you know, young, like, girls and boys who have lip-synced these songs, and now they're, they're stars. They're internet stars. Like, there's this girl called Baby Ariel, and she's a popular musically personality with only over 21 million followers on the site. She's 16 years old. All she did was, you know, just lip-sync to fucking different... Songs by, you know, Kesha or Taylor Swift or all that other shit. 
And Kate, let's go to Baby Ariel. 16-year-old blonde girl from fucking LA or something like that. Let's go to her Twitter and let's go to her YouTube. Twitter, she has 740,000 followers for fucking doing shit all. Lip syncing. 2.3 million subscribers on YouTube. They get big off lip syncing to songs. This is the Mm. entertainment. That doesn't sound entertaining to me. That just sounds like shit. Exactly. I don't understand how things like that can get so big. I think it's just, you know, a friend of a friend thinks it's cool, so yeah, i got to think it's cool too. And then it just grows. Do you think kids these days are dumber? Or they're able to absorb more shit stuff? Do you know what I mean? Like their standards are lower? I think about this sometimes. I'm like, you know, sort of our generation. Are we more ignorant? Are we stupider? You know, all these sorts of things. And it's like, well... Not really. We're just different to the previous generations because of how connected we are. Hmm. Like I'm sure there's um, there's comparisons between now and like back then. Like I'm I'm sure they went like, oh, how is going out and dancing to some country music at the local um, hall entertaining, and then like dancing at clubs has become is one of the world's biggest things. You know what I mean? Like just like little things like that. Times change and culture changes and all that sort of shit. But I feel like yeah. a lot of the shit now that's popular is just bad. It's just, like, bad. Like, I I really dislike Vine and a lot of these Vine stars. Who are, like, they get they get big off these, like, six-second comedy videos. A lot of them aren't even fucking funny. Like, you see them on Instagram and Facebook and all that sort of shit. Have you seen any of them? Like, the, the, the different, like, they do, like, you know, like, short... Like, yeah, I don't see the entertainment a lot of them. I, I know I never had a Vine. I don't even know if there was it's a thing like Vine accounts. I don't know how it worked at all. Like well, I it was never an, got into it was thing, an app so. originally. It was and people went on there uh, okay. and like they like they became huge Vine stars. And then earlier yeah. this year, Vine shut down because it wasn't making any money, um, yeah. which is quite funny. But now they've all transferred into YouTubers, which is yeah. even worse. Like some of them are making like. They started off as Vine stars, like there's one, oh, what's her name? Lele Pons or something like that. She's some French girl and that okay. lives in LA with all the popular YouTubers and that now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she went from making like seven second comedy Vines into like three minute comedy sketches, but there's no substance to it. There's like, yeah. it's like extending a six second Vine into something like that, which just doesn't work. It's not funny. There's like no million. Like it, get, it got like three million views her last video in like two days, which is saying like that's a fuckload of views over just dog shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things. It's just cringe comedy. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if it's even that. It's just yeah. It's a lot it. of people just seem to like that style of humor now, but you know it's not very. Mm. Yeah, it's got no substance to it. It's just very easy watching stupid comedy. And I guess that's what they go for. It's like, it's you don't have to commit to it. It's just click on the video, watch it, and that's it. There's no thought. There's no, you know, any... You don't need to... You don't need to think. So it's basically allowing you to be stupid. I don't know. See, that's like social media. Because, like, they've got... Because people have really short attention spans now. That's why the videos are getting shorter on Facebook and, like, Twitter and all that. Like, they're not able to absorb as much. You know what I mean? Like, that's why they don't... Video is getting shorter and shorter. 
because people's attention spans getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. Mostly kids. Yeah. It's it's sad. Um, but because yeah, it's like you click on a video mm. and then you will be watching it and you just look over into the suggested videos thing of like, oh, this one looks more interesting. So you've got to like get your point out there, keep yourself entertaining long enough that the viewer can you know watch the video so you get your revenue, and then let them move on. Because if you keep them there, you'll yeah piss them off and all that sort of shit. I don't know. See, that's why um a lot of people relied on be getting making viral videos on YouTube because they didn't think they could build. Or keep an audience. You know, they'll just like make a video and do as much as they can to get it to millions and millions of people. They make the ad revenue off that because a lot of them don't can't keep their audience. Like they don't know how to. And it's like it's it's funny it's funny how um YouTube's changed in that way as well. Like, oh the I remember that what was it? The biggest YouTuber he was the most subscribed was Fred. Do you remember Fred? No, I don't remember. Do you not remember Fred oh he was this must have been before my time. He was this blonde kid and he would, like, he was, like, hyper. He was, like, his character was 13 years old. And, you know, he would um, shift up the pitch on his voice to make himself sound really high-pitched. And then, you know, he was getting millions of views constantly, blah, blah, blah. And now his channel gets, like, less than 100,000 views. Probably even less than 50,000 views <laughs> because, like, people, they, they aren't able to adapt with the times on YouTube and like the things that have become popular on YouTube now is just dog shit. Like a lot of these vloggers, a lot of these vloggers are just shit. They're, they're not yeah. funny. Have you heard of Jake Paul and Logan Paul? Oh, yep. Oh, sadly. Sadly. It's just, yeah. It's just people basically, yeah, vlogging and putting videos about how their lives are so great and like showing their audiences how great their lives are and then it's just the audience you know wishing they could be a part of that person's life so they're just watching these videos you know and it's just like there's there's no substance to that to it at all it's not interesting for, for, for like me at all i could not give a shit like i'd watch one of their videos and just think you're just an idiot why are you even posting video just about how oh you know we're doing this today and blah, blah, blah. This is going to happen and, oh, it'll be so great. And then they do it. And it's like, oh, so it wasn't that great. It's like, oh, whatever, you know. Oh, hey, here's your video for the day. Enjoy it. Like it. It gets like 20 million views. It's like, who the fuck cares? It's and he's exactly right. A lot of it's just fucking shit. There's, there's only so so much you can do. Like, there's, like there's, there's going to be no substance if you're putting out daily videos that are just shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. you can put out daily videos... In different sort of formats, you know what I mean? But, like, if you're relying on the one thing, and it's just daily and daily, and it's just, like, the same bland shit over and over again. But in saying that, there must be a formula. There must be something... Do you know what I mean? Like, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it? Like, how, how do you... Basically, well, mm. you know, looking at these um, famous YouTubers, basically, you need to be good-looking, mm. um, show your like basically just you know put all your makeup on whatever if you're a guy just be topless for about 50 percent of the video um show yourself from all these different angles um you know do something that looks kind of cool that people normally wouldn't do that's it and then just talk throughout it seems to be all those videos are it's all um it's all image that's exactly, all it is yeah. it's it's yeah that's it but like there's a lot of um 
like YouTubers that have like obviously that sort of like high the big YouTube stars like it's become a bit crowded. Like there's only so much room for like the top guys, the top vloggers, the top YouTubers, quote unquote. I hate that term. I absolutely hate it because it's just like you're either a vlogger or a um do you know what I mean? Like some sort of like shitty personality on the inter- on YouTube, which is <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, it leaves a dirty taste in my mouth. Hmm. But what was it? Oh, fuck. What was I saying? Something about YouTubers. Um, if, if we ever get to the stage as mm. the Onway crew, mm. to the point where we're making videos like Jake Paul and that, um, can just everyone uns- unsubscribe? Just just do it. because just don't watch it. Please don't. shit. If we ever start doing that shit, don't watch it. Just tell us. Like, it's cringe and horrible. Just stop. Yeah. Pretty sure we'll never mm. willingly do it, though, because we're not stupid. No, we're not. But still. I think there's, there's a way to actually make good content without, like, going to that low level. Like, mm. uh, adapting with the times. Like, there's been a few channels. Like, Rooster Teeth, for example. They started, like, they started, like, early 2000s. But their YouTube channel was, like... As start as like right at the start when YouTube came out, so quite early, like two thousand five. Twelve years later, they they've just grown and expanded and like they just kept going. And there's not many like channels that have like sustained themselves that long. Like Ray William Johnson, for example. Do you remember? Do you remember how he did that? Do you remember Ray oh, William Johnson? Equals three, yeah. Yes, and like he's gone now. He's he did the same thing yeah. over and over again. He did it so much. And he couldn't really expand. And, like, he tried, well, he tried to, actually. He tried to do, like, comedy skits and that. But he wasn't that yeah. funny. He was, That's not the format he was funny in. It's yeah. like me if I was trying to do, like, a on-the-street interview show. Which I've considered. But, like, it's like it's not the format that I'm funny in or entertaining in. I think that's mm. really key. It's like how, like, Brad. He might not be very funny on the podcast. But he's funny as Brad on Marty's Net Show. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've yeah, got to he, go with his strengths. He makes a great extra. Yeah, He does. He's a very great extra. He's a very great just man in the background there. Mm. No, but he's like, you've got to play to your strengths. Like, I really don't... Like, let's, like, say, 10 years down the line, we're still doing Omwe. you got to expand. And, you, like, you got to, like, you got to grow. You've got to grow as a creator sort of thing. And a lot of people just get stuck in this. Just, let's make the same thing that we made 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's weird. Like, comedy... Like, for example, like, let's, like, I guess we're always a comedy channel for mm. now, anyway. Like, yeah. you can still grow as a c- comedian, as, like, as comedians in a way, you know what I mean? Like, surely you can. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's comedic tastes change over time. Like, so you, have you, how long, like, for, okay, just here's an example. How long have you followed the Yogg's cast for? Oh. Even just, like, a little bit. Five years? Four or five years now? So over those five years, how have they grown, do you think? Um, so they've all matured as mm. content creators. Like, I still remember watching some of the really early videos from, like, say, Sips and Shin. Mm. Back then, they were creating content together. And it was basically just all of their videos were like a podcast with them just playing a game in the background. It's like the game really didn't matter. It was just mm. the chemistry between the two of them. Mm-mm. But over time that sort of they sort of stopped doing content together and focused more on individual like doing their own videos and shin sort of went the way of doing family friendly building minecraft videos stuff like that with the occasional um 
like uh, duo videos with other people from the Yogg's cast where he'll break out of his shell and start swearing and all that sort of stuff, which is great because you can see those two different sides to his personality, whereas Sips sort of stayed the same the whole way through, which is fine for him because his personality is amazing. Like, he's just great. He's just like the dad of YouTube, basically. He's just hilarious all the time, and he has just really shitty, cringy humor, which is just hilarious, and I love it. And I don't want him to change, so I hope he doesn't. But still, if he did, I don't know where he'd go. Because he's, he's, yeah, he's sort of just like, yeah. If he changed his humor, it can, it'd completely change everything about his channel. Whereas with Shin, because he has these two different sort of personalities on his channel, he can kind of get away with anything. I think some people try to rely too much on changing the things that make them different and good. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'll try and change that aspect when it might be as simple as changing the format a bit or something like that. Hashtag, um, what's his face? The Taylor Swift. Oh, have you heard it? Have you heard her new stuff? Oh, yeah, because it's played on the radio like every five minutes and it's shit. I hate it. It's that that new song. Oh, yeah. It's this brand new format and it's so tasteful and everything. It's like, it's just the same cringy pop music. It's, It's literally... For, like the same format as every other pop song it's just find a catchy beat put strange words to it that are repetitive and people will listen that that's new it. song that's all i hear it's, it's just, just like i don't care i know it's bad like that new song is like you know the chorus how it's like look what you made me do look what yeah. you made me do it's literally the same note over and over again yeah it's just a jumble of the same words oh it's, it's like that's it's I don't see pop music as music anymore. I just see it as noise or hear it. It's m- it's more like it's about not, yeah. It's not tasteful. It's just about the beat now. It it doesn't doesn't really matter what you say as long as it's a beat. It's, it's not really music. It's just shit. It really is. Like, and I've got a feeling that, like that song, like her new stuff is so bad that people are gonna just not like it and it won't be played on the radio. I bet like two weeks from now. Some other big pop artist is going to put something out that has a catchy chorus, and then Taylor Swift is just going oh, to go back. Fucking another Justin Bieber, DJ Khaled oh, shit. Oh, DJ Khaled, he is my, uh, he's a great man. I mean, he's a, he's good. Like he's a good DJ. He, he's good at what he does, but mm. it just makes me cringe. It's like, stop. Yeah, there's, oh, there's so much just cringy shit. There's a lot of, there's a lot of cringy music in general even not just like like pop music like it's a lot of cringy rock a lot of cringy hip-hop hip-hop is where a lot of the cringe is coming these days because it's just (laughs) the same bland beats and the one of the big things is it's they call it soundcloud hip-hop and it's like these same shitty beats and they rap like with just incoherently it's just like it's like you don't even know what they're saying they're going like like, do you know what I mean? Like, they just... Shit, like I these. think I've heard that one before. Yeah, it's Fuck. a great, it's a great show. <laughs> like, oh, this, this guy, oh, huge K, his new album, it was good. But I, his SoundCloud stuff was dog shit. Some, he's like XXX something. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Oh, it's God. something fucking weird. He's 16 or 17 years old. And his Jeez. SoundCloud stuff was just like dog shit. It's mm. like, how is this entertaining to anyone? Mm-hmm. It's, oh, music these days. 
everything there's so like all this mainstream shit is just shit. I don't like to complain on this podcast. We're not hipsters. <laughs> we just know what's good and what's shit. No, I know. Like I guess that's like is we, it objective or we subjective? We understand who's put soul into their content. Like, yeah. If you're just going to sit there and do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and not expand on your audience, then you're just a shit content creator. Mm, and you're no. just feeding on these people who don't know any better. No, no, exactly. Like there's so many of these like the big YouTubers, like even like the the Fine Brothers or like you know how they do those reaction videos with yeah, all the pit- it's just the same thing. It's the same, same thing for the last fucking 5 years. Yeah, it never changes. It's just like, yep, okay, old person. Oh, surprising. It's so surprising that she's shocked by some, you know, jump scare. Oh, mm. what a surprise. Like, she's make, making Great. an interesting comment on this new big video that's yeah. very funny. Oh, and oh, and one thing that I really dislike, and it's sort of gone away on YouTube now, is all these those big prank videos. Like, oh. you know, oh, pranks prank in the Master hood. Yeah, exactly. That's where the inspiration was. Of yeah. all these fucking shit pranks, yeah. oh, like um, oh, what I'm just trying to think of some of them. There was the there was a gold digger prank where they tried to get people in the car. There was oh, there was one really good prank by my man Joey Salads, and oh, he, Joey. he, he used, oh how cringe he you know he peed in his own mouth once and it was on what? video. He peed oh in his God. mouth. It was it's pretty cool. He also did a video where he he put his penis. Inside a hot dog bun, and put mustard on it. His flaccid penis. Oh my god! Mm. See, that's that's just a cry for help right there. It, it, if ever I've heard one. I think it is. This is he, I was because I was listening to him on the on the H three podcast, and he was talking all about that sort of shit. But there was one prank he did. Oh well, okay. He said it wasn't. He says it was fake. But basically, what it was was they he drove a car that had like oh support Trump or something like that into a black neighborhood. And all these black guys started beating up the yeah. car. Yeah, I heard of this one. Yep. And but, it was it was completely scripted, apparently. Yeah, it was. It was like they played all these black guys to attack the car. Yeah. Like, that's not even... That's just... It's just deceiving. It's just mm-hmm. disgusting. Like, if you're going to deceive your audience like that... And, and, like, he didn't even care that it was found out either. He just continued doing his shit prank videos. He just doesn't care. No, he doesn't. He's just deceiving his audience, making these shit fake prank videos just out of shock value. It's just like, it's just not good content. It's just shit. It really is. It's, oh, it's... But then all these fans are like, oh, no, no, it's all like, it's it's real, it's real. Nah, this this is just some hater. Dab on them haters, you know. Dab on them haters. It's just shit. (laughs) Oh, crap. That makes me cringe so much. Dab on them haters. Have you seen... Have you seen the video? It was so Jake. The, all these little these kids been going in front of Jake Paul's the the team tent house, where Jake Paul and all his buds mm-hmm. live. Have you seen? Have you seen? There's this video, yeah. and he was there was all these so there's all these kids out the front, and this lady comes up and says, "Like this is a private property. Like how would you like it if somebody came up to your house and said like and was very noisy? So just keep it down." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then, so the guy filming this video, he might have been like a reporter for some fucking shitty news site. And then as the woman, the woman walks off, he's like, so what do you think of that? And one of the girls like, oh yeah, I caught that on camera. And this other little girl's like, oh, like, I think she's just being too serious. She just needs to dab on those haters. And then, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, oh, cringe. Just, oh my God. Absolutely cringe. That's just not okay. 
It's just not. These kids, they they're going to grow down. up. Oh, that's, <laughs> like, that's like where the parents need to just, you know, put them down. That's like beyond. You can't help that anymore. Are we going to kill some kids? We're going to have to. Like, this is just not okay. You can't, you can't, you can't just, oh. You can't, you can't you raise can't. kids like that. You just can't. You can't, oh, you can't let them go to Team 10, whatever the fuck it is, house, and just hmm. stand out there hoping that, you know, your idol will appear and dab on you. Like, that's just sad. <laughs> Do something with your life. Oh, do you, is there anything else that is the worst on the internet that you want to mention? Oh, God, I can't even think. I see so much stuff. That's exactly what I was about to say. There's so much. It's just endless. Like, there's all these cringe things happening on the internet at the moment, like all of these, you know, pop stars and all that and all their shit. Mm, But then there's, like, those deep, dark things, like the websites that you send, or or Jack sends, Mm, whoever did it. Jack's, (laughs) yeah, okay, we'll blame Jack. It's like, it's just like all of these different sort of things, like, God. There's a lot of, there's just, there's oh. so much. Oh, well, I'd, if we're going to, if there's nothing really else, I wanted to discuss one of the most cringiest things that I've ever seen. And I don't know if it's just me or, but I am not a fan of ASMR. Have you seen ASMR? No. Have you? So. Oh, you haven't seen ASMR. So Should ASMR. I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Have a, tell me what you think. So just right, give us. Okay. Okay, let's mm. go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia knows everything. Yes. So, autonomous sensory meridian response. Is that it? Yes, that's correct. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, so is a term used for an experience characterized by static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. So, uh, okay, so that's, that's what a cringe feels like, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so... ASMR is big on YouTube, and what they do... Here, let me... Go go, go to ASMR on YouTube, and just, you know, there's... What they do, they talk... They have a microphone, and it's very sensitive, and then you're supposed to wear earphones while, they li- while you're listening to it, because they say things... Or, like, sometimes they use objects. Like, for example, there's ASMR for bananas, and they'll peel the banana, like, really close to the microphone... It's really sensitive in your ear, and it's supposed to stimulate. It's supposed to stimulate you somehow. Wow. Like there's sleeping ASMR where like they talk really softly into the microphone. So I'm just I'm just looking at the thumbnails for all these videos, hmm. and it just screams cringe. Oh yeah, like even the thumbnail just makes me cringe. I don't even have to read the name. <laughs> looking at the thumbnail just makes me cringe. It's weird. It's like a brain masseuse. It is, and it's fucking weird and people make livings off this sort of shit like there's asmr darling is probably the most subscribed over a million subscribers yeah tuning in for her videos she uploaded a, a video recently called asmr tuning my ukulele it goes for fucking 28 minutes it has 462,000 views so it'd just be her tuning ukulele for half an hour and it's like really it's supposed to like stimulate you somehow i don't i really don't understand this fucking this weird 
sexual thing? I don't know. Is ASMR sexual? I don't think it's... It's just... um, It's just a sensory thing. Yeah, it's like to help you relax or I don't know. Is it? Uh, something I like that. I guess it could be a sexual thing, I guess. If you did, you know, if you're into that, sure. I don't get this. There's a lot... See, that... And it's... There was a there was a channel and it was like it was a commentary channel. I can't remember his name, um, but he used to do like commentary videos about like different things on YouTube and that. And then he left his channel, and then a few months later, another chop he another channel popped up called JoJo's ASMR, and it's the same guy who was making these really informative videos, and he's just doing ASMR videos now, and he gets like twenty times more views on this ASMR shit. It's like no wonder. He's still going at it. There's a huge mm. audience for this sort of shit. There's a lot of audience... F- there's a big audience for just shit on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just that... Yeah. Just the... People just go on YouTube and just binge watch all of these cringe videos for oh. the sake of it. I don't see... So, you you linked me a video just then called ASMR e-eating, kisses, ear-cupping, humming. Yeah. I found the uh, epitome of ASMR within... How long was that? Like a minute and a half? Oh my god, and it's... This is weird. It's unsettling. Oh, and it's in my ear, and I can feel like it's like someone's kissing my ear. And like, it's... Oh. I'm triggered. I'm completely triggered right now. This is the... Oh. Okay. That's making me want to throw up. That's horrible. No more ASMR. That's enough. No. Yep. That's um, it. No, that's it. Um, this has been... A very interesting episode of the podcast. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, why do we have to... End? We started on shock sites. I'm going to throw up about talking about Two Girls, One Cup. And we end with ASMR, which is making me nauseous. Why? Why do yeah, we do this? I, do I, I, why do we bit, do this? I'm going to need to go pump my stomach after this one. Mm, Jesus Christ. This has been On We Talk, a We Are On We production hosted by me, Matthew Winter. You can find more episodes of our show on iTunes, Spreaker, as well as on our website, onwe.tv, which is E-N-N-U-I dot TV, and at youtube.com slash onwetv one.